Get in the gate. This is episode 77, and as we started it, this may be a point of no return, and we apologise for anything that comes over the next 45 to 60 minutes. Especially me. <laughs> and like I said, you've been warned. Uh, we are the full Get Into Gate team, plus one this week. My name is Mitch. Joining me, Matty Gibson. Yeah. Brendan Gibson. Hello. Reese Gibson. Yeah, g'day, guys. And then to even up the Gibson to Lewis ratio, my oh, brother. What do we got? He's back. <laughs> oh, Lincoln little yeah. yeah, the boys. So you've had, enough, He's here. you've had enough listening to our podcast in the gym when you're pretending to do weights. Pretending. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. And at times you call me when, you, when you're at the gym. Yeah. Just well, to catch up. Well, I need something to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going there to do shit. <laughs> Vending machine's empty. So. <laughs> what else am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't bring my wallet, so yeah. I'm going to do something. There's only so many gym selfies you can take in one day. Well, exactly like, right. Otherwise, you've got, to, yeah. you've got to bring other shirts, make it look like you're there on a different day. Mm. It's, it's a whole Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> you get a whole <laughs> week's worth done in one session. Yeah. 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 Shirt off. Gym once first, you, so. You're winning. Yeah, you're right. I have to go to the off. gym. It's good to be back, boys. Good to see Thank you for being back. And... Good to have you, mate. It was good to actually have you on call for this episode because Maddie said to us last week, I might be sick next week. So let's find out why. Actually, we'll get to the <laughs> get to the synopsis, read what this stunning episode is about, and then we can uh, see if Reese thought it was as bad as what Maddie promised it to be. Mm. Point of no return. When a quirky conspiracy theorist contacts SG1 claiming to know classified information about the Stargate, at first they think he's bluffing, but when they investigate his wild claims, they realise he's a lot closer to the truth than they thought and has a few more shocking surprises up his sleeve. Whew! Reese, Matt said he was going to be away and that there is one really shit episode in this season. Do you think we've hit it yet with this or did you love this episode? Oh, uh, look. Still better than politics, so... <laughs> <laughs> win. Having a that's, win. You know, Written no, by Joe and Paul as well. Yeah, that's... Uh, I was going to ask because there was some... Joe Malozzi there was some and good, Paul Mully. There was some good comedy in that. Um, but no, I did like it. I like the storyline. The fact that there are aliens on Earth that we, that we don't know about and that are hidden here. But when it came to the ending where they brought him back to his home planet and it was destroyed and they're just like, all right, well, let's go back home. I thought that Should was... Should have left him there. Yeah. I, I would have liked it if there was, if there was like, people that <laughs> yeah. crawled out... You're welcome. Yeah. People that crawled out of the, out of the rubble, like, oh, it's post, Zombies. post-apocalyptic. We're living here now, like, yeah. come home. But, yeah, I don't know. We're, so we're rebuilding just, the Maccas, so... Yeah. <laughs> could really, yeah. really use your help. That's yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It sort of just ended badly. But I like... Yeah, I like the whole precedent of it. What did you think of uh, Martin? Yeah, old Martin. Yeah, no, he was it was all right. That phone call that when um Hammond was replaying that <laughs> audio back and he's like it goes on quite a long time. Yeah, that was that was pretty classic. But then good, yeah, good you queuing, get... you knew exactly where to stop that tape. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. He'd listened to it a few times. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I thought he, he I thought he played a real good character. He's just that, you know, weird type of fella that you're like, Oh, this guy's just crazy. But no, yeah, he's an oh, alien. And also Stanford from Sex in the City Absolutely. for all the fans out there. Yeah, oh. yeah, not there's no fans. Oh, you two apparently. God, yeah, I've no seen it idea. Twice. There's a couple of crossovers here, crossover fans. <laughs> this is another one of those <laughs> Earthbound eps that I, I I say I have a problem with Earthbound eps where mm. they just stay on Earth and it's like yeah, there's some there's always some kind of secret service or you know dudes yeah. in black trench coats. And I'm like ah, uh, whatever. Mm. And they yeah. they do a fair few of them. And I, I find them really boring. I found that interesting when you see the guys in the trench coats because I was like, I was literally like, where are they from? Like, who are they? I was so, again, so confused. And I'm like, I, yeah, I, I was trying to pick like, 
are they from a certain place? They're from somewhere that we haven't seen before, so yeah. that's kind of interested me. I think the shining light for me is uh, for this episode was the interrogation and and Carter and Daniels, the way that they handled being interrogated by this group, yeah. just did not give a shit what was going on. <laughs> oh, these guys at any moment just could have pulled out a gun, but they were like, "We're calling you bluff, man." Like even Daniel was just being so uh, condescending, so condescending. Yeah. Like even when they showed, they're like they're asking him so many questions. <laughs> they pull out that thermo shot yeah. of teal. You can see an alien in his stomach. Yeah. He's like. That's, did you draw that yourself? It's a, it's a duck. It's a, it's a duck, duck, right? It's a duck, isn't it? <laughs> like he's not exactly from around here, and like, well, oh, what do they say? He's uh, he's Minnesota? not your average technician. He's like, well, he's very good at what he does. Yeah, yeah. he's <laughs> just speech, really being dick. speech writer. Yeah. Not from Montana. Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love the yeah. That's what I mean. I love the comedy in it. I thought you would have loved the Murray bit the most. That was a crack up, especially <laughs> when um. It's like into that um, hotel room. Tilk's vibrating. And then, yeah, he goes up and just taps O'Neill on the shoulder. O'Neill just gives him some coins and he goes back, puts the vibrator Oi. on, leans, ba- leans back and just smiles. I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> this is his first time out of the base. Yeah, legit. Small pleasures. And legit is. And now, remember how we were talking about we're not sure if he gets paid? He was actually handing, like asking for a handout from O'Neill to give him pennies. Yeah. Yes. Clearly... Our bro's not getting paid. Totally. The way that O'Neill sort of just, when he, when he asked him for money, it was as if he'd done it like 10 times earlier. He was just yeah. watching this <laughs> random random shitty movie and he's just kind of like, oh, oh, you need more. Oh, yeah, sure. Here you go, dude. And like, it's the first time that you really see such pleasure in Tilk's eyes. Yeah. He's just like, the greatest thing ever. He's been on spaceships. He's wiped out planets. He's done Sky-dived. all these cool... Yes, yeah. he's now skydived. <laughs> Which did not seem wise, but now all of a sudden the greatest thing to hear is like, this bed is tickling my balls so good, and I'm so happy. This should put the symbiote to sleep. (laughs) If you know what I mean. When they went to Martin's house and he picked up that fake gun, he's like, this does not seem effective. That noise, the sound effect in that gun... That took me back to my childhood. I'm oh, trying to absolutely. was that like it, it seemed like maybe it was the the the, the gun from the Power Rangers or something like yeah. it was a key childhood toy of mine. That sound effect seemed yeah. really familiar. Absolutely, it was almost like a universal good... gun blaster you get at any Toys R Us kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, you could just <laughs> yeah. get that. Every kid had that. Yeah. But that's what I'm wondering. Like, what, what kind of character is Martin when he's like full of conspiracy theories? He's got you know <laughs> newspaper clippings up on the wall and foil hats and shit. But he's still got time to have like a kid's toy lying yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, don't we all? Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what do we it's have? Not to discriminate him. Come on, we walked in tonight and we've got both a lightsaber and Maddie's beautiful new piece of memorabilia, Loki's staff from the first Avengers. Absolutely, it's, yeah. uh, is Maddie still here? I don't know. Nah. He's uh, sorry, what? Currently home decor. Sorry, um, <laughs> I've just got my work laptop and I'm designing my sister's laundry. <clears throat> sorry, don't let Stargate get in the way of that. Mm. Hey, we recorded fucking politics for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We sat through emancipation. God, yeah. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on this one, Matty? Uh, tune in next week for a great episode. <laughs> Do you want to expand on that? <laughs> Just I like I like um Martin, but I realized when I rewatched this that all the things I like about Martin don't take place in this episode. Um Yeah. So yeah, I was Are they all in Sex in the City? Because me Absolutely. too. Absolutely. <laughs> I was just, I was just really bored. What? Hang on, this. why is talking about Sex in the City okay on this f- 
fucking podcast. Because he's, he's I'm in not it. the one talking about it. If I'd have brought it up, it would have been an issue. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down. Stop it. <laughs> so Carter was rocking the double denim. Oh, <laughs> and those bloody clogs that she was wearing, she gets out of the car. Well, did you notice when she broke in, as a bit of a goof. She used her lock-picking skills and then entered the room. Daniel and Tilk had gloves on, and then she put her gloves on. Oh, no. Well, she's in the did room. Did not notice that. I... Yeah, well, she wasn't touching the lock. No, well, but you, clearly. you sort of think she's like... <laughs> if you're going to break in, you'd think you put it on first. Well... If they're putting on gloves so that they don't add more fingerprints to potential other fingerprints, wouldn't there be a hell of a lot of fingerprints on the locked door? Like, that's where people's hands go. So, yeah, mm. she should have had... My question is, yep. even if they got her fingerprints off there, do you reckon if you're on a top secret... Uh, if you're in a, in a top secret organisation, they delete your fingerprints off file? Mate, so if the cops aliens. Yeah. Well, they might not yeah, even have fingerprints. Oh, I, mean, if, I, I mean, if, like, the cops will anything like that checked it out men in black but aren't, mm. weren't, yeah, they, weren't they faking to be in like a secret organisation because they were just four aliens well I don't think they even said that from an organisation oh they did hey? They, he's like oh you were my best agent mm. when they are in the back of the truck but it, before that I don't think they I don't think they said that they were from anywhere they were just guys in trench coats they're with just guns. Dressed yeah, conveniently. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, this is the dress it. on our planet. Yeah. Oh, this is, what, wasn't this is what your government people wear? CD agencies. Because one of them was like fronting as like a psychiatrist or something. He was fronting yeah. as Martin's psychiatrist. Yeah. Yeah. So the question I have is, Tilk is like, mm. when they're excavating the ship, Tilk is there mm. around all these people excavating an alien spacecraft but he still makes sure he hides his... Yeah, he's got all the military symbol. people around him and all of a sudden... Excavating an alien yeah. spaceship. And he's like, oh, f- can't let him know. Oh, that can't let him know. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of gold on my forehead. You know what got me, though, no is sense. when Martin's looking for the ship. He's like, oh, here, I knew where it was the whole time. My memory's come back, this and that. And trips over the top of the f***ing spaceship <laughs> because it's protruding out of the f- ground like there it is over there yeah hashtag comedy mate hashtag comedy it had a tuft of grass in front of it (laughs) it was the most poorly hidden like even overgrowth like it was a little bit wet and had some grass on top Mm. that's all it was i'm like hasn't that been there for years like this shit would Mm. be buried but yeah, it was just played for laughs. It's like, oh, watch your step. Boom. Like, yeah. straight. I'm like, well, he was on, like, guys. oh, I meant to turn right at the river, not left. It's like, well, those are yeah. two completely polar opposite um, directions. Even right? the uh, like, the needle threader was hidden better than that, I thought. <laughs> from bloody yeah, whatever absolutely. it was. Out of, the, yeah! out of mind or whatever that was. Mm. Speaking of episode titles, what the hell does this episode title in reference to? I always yeah. confuse this with next week's episode, Tangent. If you think Point of No Return. I always mm. confuse it with Point of View. Well, uh, for yeah. me... Point of no return would be them leaving um, their no. mothership coming down to Earth. When you when you run away from your army because you're getting beat in. Yeah, and then they're like, well... Except, except they had an escape pod ship that could fly them anywhere, but they chose to just yeah, leave it. Well, point of no field. return, they can't go back to their planet after they've deserted the army. Mm, but they could go to literally any planet. Yeah, but th- no return, so they can't go back to where they came from. Return, that's what that means. And what so, po- yes, but what point is that? <laughs> what point is? As can you not return? As soon as they deserted, right? Yep, that's the point of no return. Right, so, that's a great. So, yeah, no, that's a great. Title. Any other questions? <laughs> like, I thought it was pretty logical. Mm. Oh, I mean, logical, not entertaining, but logical. So, I mean, that's that's a great mm. episode title. Yep, <clears throat> yep. pretty much it. <laughs> well, the thing. Well, I guess we've got time. We can go on a bit of a tangent. There's one oh, point. Not to next week, mate. 
Oh, I'll see what you did there. Uh, I hate the word tangent, by the way. (laughs) Murray had Martin locked in the bathroom. Mm. Yeah. Now, Murray is sitting there on the bed. Martin's come out and says, can I come out now? And he goes, no. Until O'Neill came back in, what do you think transpired before that moment? Tilk was in a deep state of Kelnarimi on the vibrating bed. He was in a deep state of Martin. (laughs) Well, yeah, obviously Tilk was the alpha in that situation. The doors were locked. The bed bed was vibrating. What else is he going to do? Sets the mood. He had a a bedside table full of quarters. Because later on he said, I'm sorry I bit you. I'm sorry I tried to bite you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Was it a move gone wrong, or was it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It's... All right. Well, if you want me to do it. Mm. All right. Wheel in the piano, boys. Oh, Graham. Fire. It's time for another reading with high pitch. Yeah, Reese was right, Lincoln. If you just there's a, it's a bit too tight in here. Can you just like jump up on the piano? Jumping just, up. Just arch your back. Uh, Richard Richard Dean Anderson advises. Working with Willie Garson, the actor perhaps now better known for his recurring role as Stanford Blatch in the series Sex and the City, yeah, baby. is an experience everyone <laughs> should have. Who is this guy? <laughs> Martin. Wor- working right. with him is an absolute joy, and I wish he were a regular on the show so I could work with him all the time. He is one of, this is from Richard Dean Anderson. He's having he, a laugh. He is one of the funniest <laughs> human beings on the face of the planet and is wonderful Debatable. just to be around, let alone work with. When we put him back in for our 100th episode, it made me very happy. I adore him. Funniest humans on earth. Mind you, he's been hanging around Michael Shanks for five years. <laughs> oh, Richard Dean Anderson. Wow. Yeah, obviously hasn't met us. <laughs> wow. Mm. Um, wow. So he comes back, eh? Yeah. No. Nope. A couple of times. Not to spoil anything, but he comes back in the 100th episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this whole thing was... Not uh, a spoiler for the actual episode. You don't know what happens in the episode. It's fine. He's in it. So you can probably guess. Hey, spoiler alert. O'Neill's back next week too. Well, that's less obvious. <laughs> mm. As long as Cassandra doesn't come back. Ooh, well, oh, bad O'Neil. news. Can't wait for, yeah. can't wait for I think that episode passage. called Cassandra. <laughs> Cassandra's um, my favourite, man. Now there is... <laughs> favourite to hate. <laughs> there is another uh, quite well-known TV show that uh, Willie Garson just had a little one-episode stint in. Mm. He was in an episode of Star Trek Voyager. Oh, that's one. It's an episode of what? <laughs> Star Trek. I just want to see Voyager. your face when I did that. Well, the, <laughs> it's just that eye twitch right there. <laughs> episode of what was it? I'm dying inside. Um, Star Trek Voyager. Oh, that is three. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is... Is that the thing that's not as good as the Star Trek movies, the rebooted ones? Yeah, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Reboot. I was about to do you a favour, maybe you can get f***ed now. <laughs> One of the things Lincoln said to me, one of the reasons why he came in to record it is because he was dying to see and add to the Box of Shame. So for this piddly little Star Trek reference, I was willing to do a Box of Shame <laughs> for Lincoln that he could put in himself. But you can get it now, buddy. Mate, you'd do anything for Lincoln. Yeah, box of Shame's at the bottom of the list. So go on. That empty box read, of popcorn in the one cinema out. didn't speak oh, for mate, there's no, There's no shame with what I do with Lincoln. <laughs> go on, read one out. Where's the intro? Box Oh. oh. We had a go, Reggie. Like, I made an intro, so you don't need to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I made, no. like I made an intro. Yeah, no, we just wanted to make it better. Like I actually made something for the show that we all could Did enjoy. You? Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, we all know what happens when you make make something. <laughs> what? How's this work? Do I pick one out not or much. is this a mystery box for you? Well, have you, we do? have you put one in? Have you written one to put in? I have not written one to put no, in. Oh, well, I was he's, happy chose, to, he's, he's choosing one. I was happy to, to do to one that you had written, but in the special circumstances, you can raffle through it, and if you find one that you like, I will read it. And can I just say, I ha- I've, got a, I've got my own little <laughs> box... Here, oh, post box of shame. Mysteries. Now, Ooh. now this God. I have. I like you're ripping off my Ryan, idea. But this, this, for so the this, no, no, this is like a little gift I had for you, Maddie. Just in case you read a box of shame that was a little bit too far for you, and you weren't happy that even you had to read the box of shame. And I thought I'll give you a little present to make you feel better. Unfortunately. I can't wait for that opportunity because the it's present passed. is now redundant, but I would oh. still like to give it to you anyway. Regardless of what this box of shame is, I will mm-hmm. gift you with my own box of mystery prize. Oh, are we doing that now? No, while, you're going to read first. While Lincoln takes 4,000 years to pick yeah, one. Come on, well, mate, I just kind of need one from uh, a, a racer. Yeah. Come on, give us a hand, mate. What do you reckon? Kenneth Pricer. Let's go with Kenneth Pricer. I do believe that okay. would be a solid one too. Right. Matty. Good okay. friend of the show. Great, great, great friend. friend. Okay. Should speak into mm. the mic. Great friend of the show, Kenneth Right Pricer. up there, Matty. <clears throat> What's your opinion today? I, high pitch Matty, think that. <laughs> what do you believe, Matty? What do you believe with all your heart I, and soul? I believe in, in, in my heart that, that Robert C. Cooper. <laughs> Should buy the rights to Firefly and reboot it. <laughs> really, Matty? <laughs> yeah. I mean, wow. Praise the Lord. Praise it. Preach, baby Jesus. He's, he's, he's just back such, up there. He's such a good writer. I mean, I mean, he's so much better than Joss Whedon as a writer. Oh, that he's absolutely. Clearly going to just you know. I think we need to let Michael Bay lens flare in it as well. <laughs> we really need to. Oh, mate! If Robert C. Cooper wants to write it and Michael Bay wants to direct it, you know what? Matt, and JJ Abrams can write the start of the story but not finish it. Yeah. Right. There you right. go. Solid. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. I'm gl- I, th- I think we're getting to know each other. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go great. cut myself. Um, if you guys just want to wrap the episode up. And All right. Then... Well, look, here. Here's yeah. your gift. I would have liked to have waited, but again, it's it's kind of redundant now. I, I think you'll still kind of appreciate it. And it's, I don't mean this as a joke. You'll feel it that way because I'm giving it to you, but I've honestly been holding on to make you feel better. I always feel it when you give it to me, Mitch. Thank but... you. I didn't mean to say that, but I heard it as soon as it came out of my mouth. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to open it away from me because I'm frightened yeah. that something's going to yeah, come well, out at me. It's you a jerk what? in the box. Yeah, take it out of the box away so you can't see it, maybe, you know, until it's all the way out. Go. Mm. Okay, it's not alive. It's, it's a nothing penis. alive. Oh. oh! And it's black. Oh! <laughs> it's black. <laughs> it's black. <laughs> okay, for those only listening That's to the podcast, actually amazing. it's a Roseanne mug. <laughs> And it's right. It's black. How <laughs> ironic. That's amazing. But uh, but clearly, Roseanne White. Obviously. Oh, yeah, Roseanne obviously White. White. Yeah. Yep. God, yeah. So, That's brilliant. What's in the mug? Um, some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Where are they coming from? <laughs> it's not the seen... first time I've been in Roseanne. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't seen Maddie this excited since talking about Robinson Cooper rebooting Firefly. That's yeah. amazing. Oh, some chocolate kisses. <laughs> and a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> That's brilliant. Speaking of, they're actually they are they are going to bring back the show, but they're um they're booting Roseanne and they look to, they're looking at doing a rebooted series based around Darlene. Yeah, okay. Um, around her new family, but then everyone was saying, well, no, Roseanne owns the show; she's still going to get money, so she can go and get f-. Roseanne as a make good, like Roseanne Barr, the real woman, is actually going to like release the show from her, so that the show can go on with the actors and all the people behind the scenes, and she's going to make no money from it, so they don't all lose their jobs. Wow. So that's what they're in the process of What a of great person. Now. Well, no, that's... <laughs> I mean, 
She's trying to polish a turd. Nothing, nothing she <laughs> yeah. can do is going to, you know, make up for what she did. Yeah. Um, but I think it's great that she's trying to make amends. I mean, it's one of those things that's, that's always going to follow her around. But it's mm. good that now all these um, people who work behind the scenes potentially aren't going to sort of, you know. Well, yeah, a week right. later she was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry about it. I was, <clears> I was, I'd taken too much Ambien." And then Ambien, oh, yeah. Ambien created their own official Twitter and was like. Oh, sorry. One of the side effects of our product isn't racism. Yeah, like, they were mad. Yeah. Dropping some shades. <laughs> Don't you bring us created this. a Twitter account just yeah, to say that? Pretty much. I was like, wow. Someone's like, oh that shit, I got a mad burn. Quick, create an account. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get heaps more followers first. Well, regardless of the show, Maddie May, Roseanne live on in your mug. Sipping some hot. That's amazing. That's actually awesome. Thank you. And well, there's three more if you want it. So, so um, <laughs> Maddie, that's the happiest I've seen you in years. Little, um, <laughs> it's the first nice thing that's happened to me in this room with you. Oh Jesus! Hang um, on. What about that reach around? <laughs> Jesus. It was good. It wasn't no nice. solid for nothing. No what? thanks for that. You're welcome. Um, since everything happened with the show, like it got pulled uh, here on on air in Australia as well. Not only did they pull the new episodes, but they... Um, Don't say pull. There's a lot of pulling going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong room to be saying pulling hey, in so much. That's how you do a reach around, idiot. <laughs> um, like he doesn't know. Which, <laughs> that's um, what I'm doing wrong. But uh, Channel 11 here even actually, um, I won't say, stopped airing the mm. reruns that they were playing oh, yeah. midway through season two. So and they have been running for a good 30 years. <laughs> no, so. they only just brought them back. But since... Um, it's a joke. You know, it was a bad one. Um, it was a bad one. Since, no, we got it. Since, yeah, no, the <laughs> since the episode's been pulled off air, I ended up pulling my Roseanne DVDs out of, out of mothballs and I'm... And oh, threw them in the bin. So. No, I started watching them. So since the whole thing happened with Roseanne and Twitter, I'm now up to like season seven. So Holy now, Jesus. So you're saying that because Roseanne... Went on a, a Twitter tirade. You, you're more of a fan. No, you've, even, you've grabbed you're the DVD. now grabbing DVDs, you've out, DVDs of out that you haven't touched, and now you, you're watching them all. It. Yeah, well, no, it's it's actually so, quite interesting. Works, um, doesn't it? Going, well, no, it's it's interesting going back and watching them from like the late eighties, early nineties. Back when everyone was okay with her being a racist. <laughs> yeah. yeah. no, I feel like she's, she's, she's had a big change over the years, obviously, because a lot of the show is bagging out Republicans. Like that whole family mm, in the show mm. is Democrat. Mm. And they're bagging out Republicans, which is what Trump is. Mm. But th- but then obviously as she's gotten older, she's switched her allegiances and she's, she got richer. She got rich, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then there's other <laughs> there's other really great episodes through. That's the, the 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 weirdest thing is there's so many great episodes through there that it's like she introduces like gay characters and she's like, well, my brother in real life is gay, so I want to show gay people on television to show that it's normal. There's an amazing episode um, about uh, domestic abuse where it's like her sister is being being abused by her boyfriend and they have to they deal they deal with that whole situation. And one of the most recent ones I just rewatched was really great because their youngest boy DJ he gets a part in a school play and doesn't want he gets the part of Romeo and doesn't want to kiss Juliet because she's black. And the whole family is, is like and the, so they they're addressing that was like 93 they mm-hmm. were addressing that. And she was so like that episode was basically her sort of she pushed that to say what DJ was doing was wrong, mm. and it was it's a really poignant Next episode. Minute. So it's so weird that <laughs> as she's gotten older, she's just lost her fucking shit. And you know that an episode has mind. no substance when we're all okay on going on a Roseanne tangent. <laughs> <laughs> shit, do we need a Roseanne box of shame? <laughs> Martin needs to pick his game up. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that really sums up the way that this episode ended because it just ended. There was no 
resolution. Like, I feel like yeah. this, we had to naturally fill in the ending. Like, the genetic sequencing in Jurassic Park. We're just, yeah. like, making it up as we go along. How does Stargate SG-1 end? Really with a Rose talk. That Stargate's top front flagship team gets captured way too easily. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Most Absolutely. secure facility in planet with the most high-tech equipment training that you could possibly dream of. Reese pointed out to us in, like, season two, there's, like, four episodes in a row they get captured. Four episodes in a no. row. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. wouldn't you? After the first time, you'd you get called into Hammer's office, and you know, <laughs> yeah. instead of like, he'd almost press the self destruct at that point. But then all of a sudden, the second time, be like, I feel there's a pattern. There's yeah. a pattern. Yeah. We've spent this quarter's budget on rescue missions for you guys <laughs> over the last four weeks, and every time we yeah. could have fatally, like, you know, yeah. taken care of it. And every time, I always told them. Do not use force. Yeah, Just no. go in there. Yeah. You gotta and remember, we're, we're every time SG one gets caught, they save themselves. Every time SG eleven yeah. gets caught, they fucking die. Damn. Damn. Yeah, because they have no budget to go and save them because they've spent it all on SG one. Oh look at me, I'm oh, going into a black hole. What a fing idiot. We've gotta pay we've gotta pay SG one overtime for three weeks now because they haven't been back on base. But you think about it, if SG one if FG eleven SG eleven gets captured. They've got SG-1 to try and save them, yeah. whereas the opposite, it's like SG-1 has SG-11 to try and save them. That's what SG-1 is just like. SG-2, mate. We'll save We've ourselves. Got major what is SG-2 yeah. doing at yeah. any point? Yeah. They're always like, all right. Living in SG-1's shadow. Mm. <laughs> Constantly. <Yeah. laughs> their doing, first leader died immediately. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just been hey, don't downward you, spiral. Don't you badmouth Kowalski. <laughs> He's shit, mate. He's shit. <laughs> I'm glad He's dead. <laughs> You know, Jesus. how shit would this show be if Kowalski was hanging oh, around all the time? I would have been out. Oh, no, nah, just out. banging around. Would have an earlier spin-off would have been amazing. <laughs> oh, imagine Emancipation if he'd got into the knife fight with um yeah. the, the Hun guy. Yeah. Yeah. We'd kill his ass real quick. Mm. Yeah. We wouldn't be debating about a shit knife fight. Maybe Kowalski would have killed Kenzie in, in politics. Mm. Could have saved us. God, mm. would have been our favourite episode. Mm. Now. <laughs> well. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah. we can talk about Stargate Origins if you want. Of course, I'm joking. We'll be back next Ooh. week to talk and about it. And I'm out. Teaser, <laughs> teaser, in two weeks' time, I will be bringing it up. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to be sick. I will be bringing it up. No, just to shit on it some more. No. Uh, oh, good, good. I, yeah. I'll, I'll be healthy. <laughs> Alright, we'll be back next week to talk some tangent if you've I mean I feel bad teasing that because we went on seventeen here in an episode not called Tangent. We're just um, gearing people up for it. Yeah. yeah. And I feel next week we'll only go on a tangent about the actual episode. I feel. I, th- I feel like we can tell you that now, at least Reese. It's better than this one. On the next Stargate SG one. It'd be the most impressive aircraft I've ever seen. Oh it flies. A new ship of incredible power. No longer in control of the vehicle. I repeat, we have lost control. Rockets O'Neill into space. Is that what I think it is? If you think it is Earth, yes. Their destination unknown. Destination? Again! Now a daring rescue in the heart of enemy territory. Colonel O'Neill and Teal'c need your help. Is their last hope. We gotta go! Before they reach their final breath. Even at the scout ship's top speed, Colonel O'Neill and Tilk will be dead by the time they arrive. Richard Dean Anderson stars on the next Stargate SG-1. MacGyver. All right, you can... Get uh... down! More action. Get down again! (laughs) More action. Get to the gate!
<laughs> All that and more next week's tangent for episode 78 of Get Into Gate. Uh, in the meantime, you know, follow us on the socials and stuff. We're pretty Be fun there. Red hot! Get Into Gate, yeah, a yeah. Stargate podcast. All of our old podcasts, if... If this is the first one you're listening to, obviously give not. us a second chance. Uh, but you can check out all of our I old tried podcasts. to save it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> tried to save the evening. <laughs> and, of course... Roseanne really saved the day. <laughs> and that's so time. <laughs> Please give us a second chance. <laughs> And if you want to join in the fun, you can uh, support us. Patreon.com forward slash get into get a big uh, shout out to all of our uh, new patrons and past, of course, uh, for those that have been donating their ideas to the box of shame. um, Uh, You can uh, jump on board, support the show, be part of the show and uh, join in the fun. We have new patrons that we need to thank and I forgot, so I've I've closed my laptop, but I will open it again so that I can... um... It's all right, we can edit this out. (laughs) Look, um, me and Reese have... Gone past the point of no return. Oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, that's, 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 Jesus. that's getting edited out. Yeah, here we go. With wow. our second podcast, uh, exclusive to Patreon, so patreon.com forward slash get into gate. I'd like to take this opportunity to distance myself as far as possible from Please do. Podcast. Yeah, we want to take this opportunity to push Matty away as far as possible <laughs> from us. I feel I like I want to get closer to you guys. I What's going on? Can I get in on this? Actually? I literally had Absolutely. no idea it even existed until it appeared on my Patreon feed. And then I was like, what is this? <laughs> Yeah, that's you're what, welcome, by the well, way. That's what yeah. the world's going to think. Uh, oh, look, if you're easily offended. Yes. So I'd like to both welcome... <laughs> Come aboard. I'd like, I'd like to both welcome and apologise to uh, our newest Patreon supporters, uh, Jason Holman, uh, Nathaniel Barlow, Brian Mayle, and some light legend who just goes by Baxter. That's oh, it. Oh, that's, that's Baxter. Cool. It's clean. It's clean Straight up. Baxter. Done. So there's one name, like Baxter. <laughs> So cool. Like Madonna. Um, Welcome to the team, guys. Scotch, mm. Scotch, Welcome Scotch. and I'm sorry. <laughs> and if you'd like to find out why you should be sorry, well, yeah. go and listen to that. Again, if you're easily yeah. offended. Oh, look. And you can... you can. Sub- hey, what's what's the tagline of the of the podcast? If you're easily offended, get f***ed. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Gibson Brothers podcast where we get drunk and talk shit. And if you don't like it, you can get, get f***ed. Just a little teaser there. A little yeah. taste if you like that. <laughs> Jump on board. <laughs> Big shout out to all if the you're kids enjoying that as well. Kid. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, all the kids. Uh, one for the, one for the whole family. <laughs> Individually, I am Mitch underscore Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to come and talk some gate, you can also find Maddie at uh, at High Pitch Maddie on the things. Okay, all the things, the all of them. Yeah. Brendan, God, yeah, at the Bren Gibson on them. And Reese. Yeah, and I am at the Flying Gibson on all the ones. And where might you be and on the things, Lincoln? All the things might be at link underscore Lewis. You had a hilarious Instagram, uh, what, is, what is it, story the other day. You were at a movie. Thank you. Um, and you had a little a little uh, uh, Tyrannosaurus Pez. Yeah, I thought of it myself with some... Yeah, no, I can, I can, I can back that up. He Thanks, Reece. Yeah. It's at least we have one but, honest person. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Didn't you try to plagiarize it, Maddie? Yeah. He tried to, and then like, because, yeah, he got me talking while he uploaded the story before I did. <laughs> no, mine's... yours probably would have got more likes. Mine's... Link. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how, that's how you know he didn't read it because I made the same joke in his live story. No, I didn't. That's the that's yeah. that's, that's the joke there. Yeah. He used to joke. All right, we'll see you back next week for episode 78, Tangents. More of them next week. Get into the gate. Getintogeek.com.